Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville! It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast with me, Adam Beebe, one of your hosts with stars in his eyes and the other with hearts in his eyes. Your other host is the smiling sensei, Mr. Barry Johnston. Hello, Barry. How are you, Professor? I am doing well, thank you very much. Good, good. You got this cold weather coming your way? You know, it looks like it, but it doesn't. Uh, it looked like it's going to be too bad. So we've been pretty fortunate. We had a little bit. Of, we've had a little bit of snow so far this year, but I've uh, we and we got hit by the uh, that Arctic blast yeah. right around Christmas time. Right, right. Um, but it's been okay. You know, it's yeah. been rainy. Mainly, it's right. been kind of rainy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right. So, for uh, for those out there, listeners out there in Weirdsville who are charting the weather uh, by our reports. Well, it is interesting uh, because if you are listening to this in a different time frame, uh, you come back maybe uh, a year or two after the fact, um, it may be summertime. So, uh, yeah, it is. uh, We are in the middle of it uh, here in the winter Weirdsville uh, snow, sleet, um, festive time of year, which is great. We. we like, I like four seasons myself, so uh, I embrace it because I realize those uh, those cold days you really start to miss them in August. So that's true. That is definitely true. Uh, I'm also a, a polar bear by nature. Yeah. And uh, if you were listening to this in the very you know far future, probably like four or five years, um, polar bears were these giant white bears, which is an animal <laughs> that lived. Uh, on the uh, around the North Pole. Hey, and, uh, you know what's interesting? Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, of uh, species that have come and gone, uh, I just saw a thing the other day, and I, I know we've we've sort of talked about it at some point on this podcast, but they're getting serious about putting mammoths back up in the Siberian area huh. because they think they'll help with. Uh, global warming in some aspects helping with CO2 and things. I don't know how it works but they think I heard an uh, interview the other day with this guy and he thinks that in a year Oh wow. Yeah, wow. They've been working on it for a while and they're at that point where they're ready to, to do it. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy but it's also awesome. Yeah um, it's going to be you know, yeah it's going to be wild. Yeah. We'll find out what uh, Ice Age Park is like. Yeah. um, They're using the Indian elephant as the carrier. Wow. So. That's really cool. It is, man. It's interesting. I mean, really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And we know that, I mean, with with an elephant, with a mammoth, you know, they're not going to be as, you know, I, I would I I would say they're not going to be as unpredictable as if we had you know like introducing dinosaurs back in the wild because if you introduce you know the mammoth we know how uh, the the elephants act you know we know their behavior patterns so yep. it's gonna, we're going to be more familiar with how they could possibly interact within with the the local uh, you know environment and everything. Rather than, you know, just a completely unknown, you know, or relatively... Yeah, saber tooth tiger. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ag- which tiger, actually... We know, we, again, yeah. that's something that we could know because we have those things, but we don't have giant lizards yeah. that, you know, or yeah, yeah. Fit bird lizard things, you know, running around and just d- devouring, you know, they're, cattle or whatever. They're so. actually... I just... When I said that, I just remembered that I saw a thing about introducing saber-toothed tigers back 
into like the Texas, uh, New Mexico region in order to help with culling like coyotes and, um, which is interesting. I mean, that's, <laughs> I don't know how yeah. I feel about that, but it's interesting. That's, I don't uh, know. <laughs> you know, it couldn't happen to a better state than Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. There's a, for those of you outside of this area, there's a healthy um, rivalry between uh, Oklahoma and Texas. And only because, you know, we are uh, the, the little brother in the case, uh, but we yeah, feel like yeah. we are the moral superior. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's it goes to this. There's two jokes that really describe that, you know, rivalry all, all, all so much is uh, uh, why is it so uh, windy in Texas? Why? Because, uh, um, wait a minute. No, no. Why is it so windy? In Oklahoma, why? Because Texas blows, and then <laughs> that's right. Why has uh, Texas not floated off into the Gulf of Mexico? Why is that? It's because Oklahoma sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I don't think I've heard the reverse there. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's funny. But yeah, no, we have fun. We have fun at the expense of each other, and it's it's all in good fun. There's a lot of lot of love and camaraderie um, shared in our history. And uh, speaking of love shared, we had uh, brought a guest back that we've had on a couple of times here, yeah. and we're so happy to have Chantel back. Yeah, I think this is like her fourth or fifth time being uh, back on the guest. As being a guest here on the show, and she caught us up on uh, some previous stories, and she had some new experiences, and then um, she's got she's got a lot of cool stuff planned for travel wise this summer, and uh, it's always fun, uh, you know, catching up with friends, and uh, you know, especially ones we've made through here. Yeah, um, but you know, obviously, old friends too. Uh, we definitely love, uh, you know, talking and hearing cool, weird stories and such. Um, so, uh, but for today, let's go ahead and welcome uh, Miss Miss Chantel once again. Thank you for joining us. What's your weird story? Before I get into the details of my apartment, I wanted to do a short update. Last time I talked to you guys. I told you that my buddies and I, we were going to go to the cemetery next door to my apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was supposed to be on Halloween, I think. So we ended up drinking too much on Halloween. So we kind of just like laid around the next day. And then we were like, okay, well, we'll go like a week from now to the cemetery, which we did do. I didn't really want to because it wasn't really during like a spooky time and cemeteries are still spooky, but it's just not Halloween spooky. Yeah. So we ended up going and nothing happened that we know of. I mean, maybe we weren't paying attention to the right areas or something, Yeah. but we kind of like walked around. Um, there were a couple statues that were knocked over that we picked up and fixed back to like the grave sites. But then we just like left and nothing happened. <laughs> um, well, that was but, good. That you, you know, one of the things that really I find frustrating uh, about people about cemeteries and graveyards when people go in there and they vandalize, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, you know, it's the last thing that somebody leaves behind. Yeah. Now, you know, if it's a bad person, whatever. But if it's just you're going in there to because you think it's, you know, it's cool to, you know, to vandalize a grave or to break things, you know, to mm -hmm. go, go somewhere else, man. Go go to, uh, you know, Trump Tower or something big corporate <laughs> thing. Um, you know, it's bad, bad karma, bad karma, man. Break stuff up there, you know, go to Wall Street yeah. or something, you know, find something that's, you know worth it yeah rage, worth, rage yeah. against the machine man yeah man don't do take it out on the dead man take it out on the rich eat the rich yeah. or something yeah. like yeah. that so yeah. uh, <laughs> oh my gosh there's some just tell everybody out there and weirds will totally disregard necessarily that what i do i'm not uh i'm not uh uh, uh, espousing the virtues of, of violence by any means. I'm just. It's the inner. Uh, it's the inner punker coming to the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that happens. You know, <laughs> old punks die uh, hard or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> let's see. Did when Garrett and I was on, did we tell you about what happened after we had watched the barbarian movie? I don't recall. So we watched the movie and then they went home later that night. Garrett had texted us sometime in the middle of the night. And I think he said that he heard his mom screaming or something. And maybe he said it sounded like someone was pounding on his door. Um, he was just like woke up frightened and texted us about it. And I basically was like, whatever, you're a baby. Go back to bed. Like the movie <laughs> spooked you. It's going to be okay. Well, then like later on. I was reading a book in bed. I always like stay up super late till like four or five in the morning trying to read a couple chapters of my book. And I was dozing in and out. And then all of a sudden I'm like thinking I'm awake. And like, I don't even know really if I was awake or if I was asleep, but I saw a shadow figure at the foot of my bed and it came up to my ear and whispered something in Latin. And at that same moment, I woke up and I had dropped my, like, basically I was sitting with my knees up and holding the book close to my face. And I had dropped my hands with the book onto my lap and it woke me up. So I'm like, was I seeing that while I was slightly asleep or was it a dream? I'm not sure. Wow. Yeah, but I think both of us were just, like, psychologically affected by that movie somehow. So I haven't seen the movie, so what's the kind of the plot of it? Because I know I've been told that it was really good. I I don't know if it was you that mentioned it or if it was uh, – actually, I think I've had a few people that have mentioned how good it was. Um, But what's the kind of a a loose kind of – without revealing too much of it? I don't even remember who made the movie, but it's not an M. Night Shyamalan movie, but it's like that, where you're trying to guess who, like, the bad guy is going to be, and you just never guess correctly. And there hasn't been many of those movies recently. I don't want to give away the story. If you watch it, like, don't. Don't let anyone tell you anything about it. Like, that's what I do with movies. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even watch the trailer. Everyone was like, oh, the trailer looks stupid, and I don't like this actor, or I don't like that actor. So a lot of people didn't want to watch it. And then the people who read reviews and watched the trailer just didn't really appreciate it for what it really was. So I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) It was really strange. (laughs) That's honestly, you're that's about what everybody else says. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. You just need to watch it. Yeah. Cause when you watch, I think the people that I know that watched the trailer, they were like, oh, it's going to be, like, dirty and disgusting. And there are parts that are gross, but I think they wanted it to be, like, one of those, like, actually horrific, like, foreign films or something where, like, Mm -hmm. it looks like someone's head is actually getting chopped off and other horrible things. And it's like, no, it's not really that. It's just... It's like if you're imagining that it's you're going through it, (laughs) you don't like that's what I do with movies like that. I'm imagining that I'm actually there. And I think that's why like messed me up so much. I could not imagine going through any of the scenarios that happen in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I like the uh, I tend to like the. the psychological effect of putting you in that position and may, maybe not showing you as much mm-hmm. like back in the eighties. I think that's why that those, those great horror films from that era were so good is because they showed you just enough. Yeah. It's like they gave you that creep factor. And then it was like kind of the amount, you know, most of for the most part, the imagination took over. So yeah, you're constantly like, what's next? What's around the corner? Yeah. And, and like I'll give you like one little taste of the movie. There's like a part it's it's always like you're like, No, don't don't go down the stairs and then the person goes down the stairs. You're like, Why are you going down the stairs? But also yeah. I kinda really wanna know what's down the stairs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. And yep. that's the whole film. Just when you think 
that that's over, it's not over. Wow. All right. Well, that's uh, we're definitely gonna have to. You have to watch it. Check now. that out. Maybe Barry, we should do a watch along or something yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, something oh like that. So then yeah. we can uh, be scaredy cats or whatever together. So. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a new M Night movie coming out? Um, I think there is. If it's probably, not already out, probably. I feel like I should know this. <laughs> um, I don't remember. Yeah, I think I think so because I heard somebody talking about it. I, you know, I I think he's a very interesting director. I'm not a huge huge fan. Uh, I know a lot of people think Unbreakable is just just phenomenal movie, and I was just like, yeah. Um, I like the one. You know, the one where they were the like they were in uh, the setting was like the it's like the 1600s the or village. whatever. The village, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that one. I like that one. I've got a record of of uh, jokingly calling out the M- the trademark M Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah. Uh, and like so like the first time that I I saw um um the village i was hanging out with my friends we were my roommates and uh we were all you know sitting around uh you know chilling out maxing relaxing drinking some beers and whatnot watching some uh movies and we watched that and um he uh, the guy pulls up a box you know it was like you know where the secrets of stuff are i was like um, he's like, I, you know, I've got to show you something. And I half asked said, here's a, you know, here's the CD of the boy band I was back in you know, <laughs> 20 years ago or whatever. And uh, everybody laughed. And then all of a sudden he opened it up and it turns out, oh, I was kind of right. It was contemporary times that right. they were just looking off, off, off the grid yeah, and all of that. And like, everybody's like, you seen this? I'm like, no, nah, I just called it. And then, um, we were watching, um, back when, our uh, friend um, um, Dirk. But not his, uh, uh, his nickname because uh, he gets mad when we use that now. But uh, back then, uh, we can cut this out. Back then, he was known as Handjob. And um, Handjob <laughs> ran the movie theater in our hometown. And we would uh, get to go. And this was like right after high school so we would go home like on the weekends when we were in college because nobody stayed at the college that we went to it was a suitcase college um at least for like the first year because you know when you're underage you can't do anything so you go home anyway so we went uh home and uh our my buddy uh handjob and a few other brad Payne and a few other our friends like our friend group there uh were watching a late night uh, you know, showing of uh, personal, private showing of uh, the sixth sense, and uh, our resident Bigfoot expert and voice of the listener Jeff Hubbard and I were sharing a bottle of champagne. So it must have been like kind of after New Year or something. I don't know how we had a bottle of champagne, but we decided we we're going to drink this champagne, just passing it back and forth through the movie. And so we're getting pretty pretty lit, and uh, we're just like kind of lost interest in the movie. And so we're just like talking shit, and I'm just like, we we're like, oh, he's dead, he's already dead, you know, and all of that. Ch- and we called it out that you know Bruce Willis was actually dead. Ho- spoiler alert for a movie that's what probably <laughs> almost thirty years old. But yeah, we I half-ass called out. I've got a good record of half-ass calling out. Uh, the M. Night Shyamalan twists. Uh, so, I don't know, but he's a good movie maker, but it's also kind of like some of his movies are just tedious to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think when he came out, first came out, it was like the new thing, so it was yeah. like a big deal, you know? Yeah. Bruce Willis, man, he had a, he's, got, he's had some health issues, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's... Uh, I think Parkinson's or is it Alzheimer's? I think it's Parkinson's, but something like that. It's like, yeah, he can't really, uh, he's not doing so good. So he's he's not going to be acting so much anymore, but you know, so we wish it Bruce. We wish you well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. He is a uh, diehard fan. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. All right, so now tell us about enough of that random whatever. Tell us about what's happening now. All right. So let me give you kind of like a small brief viewing of my apartment here, how this is set up. All right. So front doors right here. You walk in in like three feet from the door uh, on the left, two bedrooms to the right, about a six, seven foot long hallway. And then also on the right is my bathroom. So one morning, this was December 17th, I got up, was like brushing my hair and teeth or something here in the bathroom, and I hear what sounds like just some muffled noise coming from my front door. Mm-hmm. I think, like at the time, I thought, okay, I think the Amazon guy's like at my door or something. It kind of just sounded like someone threw a box down. You know, they like shuffle things around so they can take a picture to send to you. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking because I've heard that so many times before. That's what exactly what it sounded like to me. But then it kept happening for like a minute straight. I'm like, what is this guy doing? So I walk out of my bathroom to go check my front door. And I see right here in the hallway This is what's supposed to be a laundry room. I just use it as a storage room. Um, These slatted doors, they kind of slide a little bit. How would you describe this to someone? They like slide. Oh, Oh, it's like an accordion. accordion. Yeah. Yeah. I see it (laughs) shaking. I see it shaking and I'm like, oh crap, I locked one of the cats in there earlier because I had it open. I store my... Um, like tools in there and I store basically anything. My laundry detergent is in there, just random stuff. Yeah. And I had it open earlier that morning and I thought I had closed, I have two cats. So I thought one of them got closed in there and was trying to get out. So I just open it to let the cats out. There's no cats in there. Oh shit. Yeah. And so as you can see now, I have a bell on this door. Yeah, I just actually put it on this morning. It came with uh, this like peppermint hot chocolate kit that I got for Christmas. And <laughs> I'm putting this bell on the door, but so I don't see any cats in there, and I just stop and I'm looking around. I walk into my living room. Both of the cats were asleep on the couch. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how, how, okay. So, so yeah. So you're freaked out. Yeah, <laughs> you put a, you put a actually, ghost bell on it. Yeah, it was actually moving like, like how, violently from the yeah, inside. Yeah, how violently? Like it was like almost shaking, not to the point of opening, but it was shaking enough like this, Jeez. where it, it seemed like the cat was in there trying to push its way out. Right. right. Wow. And yeah, when I opened those doors and didn't see either of the cats in there. I was like, holy crap, my apartment's haunted. <laughs> but what sucks is nothing has happened since then. That was December 17th. Well, you know, that's that. that I mean, you say it sucks. Other people would be like, that, <laughs> fortunately, nothing <laughs> else has happened. <laughs> yeah. right. So after that happened, I went back, looked in there, just quietly stood there for a moment. And like looked around, just kind of waiting to see if I could hear anything else happening. But it didn't stop moving. Literally, I opened it. The cats were not there. And it did not keep happening after I had put my hand on that door and opened it. It didn't keep shaking after that. Weird. So the front door thing and that happened at the same time? No, it, oh, okay. that's what I thought was like a Amazon package being delivered. Nothing was even at my front door. I just thought that that's what I gotcha. was Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I went to okay. go to the front door and had noticed, oh, I locked one of the cats in there. Gotcha. And that's what that noise was. Damn. And yeah. how long how long you lived there for? I moved here August 15th of last year. Okay. So not not terribly long. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'm I'm curious to see if anything else pops up. Yeah, definitely let us know. Like I told you guys before, I'm definitely one that will taunt something to get it to (laughs) react. But I haven't, well, I hadn't taunted it all the way up until last night. My buddies gave me a lot of tequila last night, and <laughs> and I was telling them, I'm like, hey, I'm going to be on the podcast again tomorrow, telling my story about how my apartment's haunted, and they asked me, like, yeah, nothing's happened, and I'm, and I'm like, oh, well, I haven't really asked for anything to happen, actually, so then I went around my apartment and was like, come on out, scaredy cat, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> So and now you've properly happened. taunted. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, the next step is to, uh, you're going to have to break out the Ouija board, I guess. Oh, my gosh, I know. Actually, we were talking about that last night, too. Um, we still haven't bought one since we accidentally left ours at the Limp Mansion. Well, it's time, it's time to replace it. I think yeah, you yeah. definitely do. record it if you do. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's one of our friends who refuses to touch the Ouija board, so that'll be the cameraman. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Nice. (laughs) Hey, you know what we need? What's that? We need a new ad for our merch store. Our merch store. I've had a few people reach out to me and ask me, just how do we get What's Your Weird Story merch? Huh. How do we get that What's Your Weird Story merch? What's dash your, spelled Y-E-R, dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com That's what's dash your spelled Y-E-R dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com That's correct. Get in touch with us. Go buy some merch. We got some cool stuff. Yeah, dude. And you know what? If any of our listeners out there has some really cool ideas or has some really cool what's your weird story type art that they want to see on a t-shirt, get a hold of us. Maybe it'll happen. I don't remember if I told you guys last year, but I found on Facebook someone was selling what they were advertising as a haunted mirror. And I didn't put that mirror up in my old apartment, but it's actually hanging up in my bedroom. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I wonder if it's something from the mirror because the people who were advertising it to get rid of it, they had bought it. Um, from some like old mansion auction, I think it was or something. And they said it was a mirror from like the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And when they hung it up, their like car caught on fire, their house yeah. flooded and then stuff stopped happening when they put it away. So when I got it, I sat it up in my living room for my cats to check out and they just sniffed it, looked at it, didn't care about it. So after that, I stuck it in my closet and nothing bad happened. And then I put it up here and it's been hanging up, I want to say, since September or October. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I do recall you mentioning that, the mirror, um, because I saw a mirror sitting and it was an old looking mirror. Nice looking, like you know, calligra- or not calligraphy, but the 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 frame that goes yeah. around it is very fancy, you know. I, I'm, I'm ornate, and um, the mirror, I like, but I saw outside somebody's house, leaning, uh, you know, just against the house, mm-hmm. next to like the trash can, oh, and no. and it wasn't like <laughs> the mirror was broken or anything. It was just there, and I was thinking to myself. <laughs> I wonder if that's a haunted mirror. Yeah. Somebody like, put this. it out someone there. else take it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so nothing's happened with that. Uh, my friends and I, we have a few, like, spooky places we want to travel this year. Have you guys heard of the Sally House? I haven't. Maybe. It's in Kansas. I think it's the town is called Atchison, A-T-C-H-I-S-O-N. Uh Um, Basically, this house was built in the mid-1800s. It's haunted by a young girl named Sally. She didn't live there. That's where the doctor she 
like basically the doctor lived there. His name was like Dr. Finney, I think. And it was his house. Her parents took her there. Um, she had appendicitis and he did surgery on her and she passed away during surgery. Oh, wow. And anyone who's lived in there since, um, has basically been driven away by Sally. And it's mostly men who get attacked, like scratched too. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's basically open to stay the night in or just to tour during the day. So we want to go there. There's a place here in Missouri called the TR Golding Castle. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who TR Golding is. Um, I read that he was like a doctor from England um, in the in I think the mid 1800s, I think the castle was built in 1846. Um, basically all I could find on him was that he missed England. So he built himself a house. That's it. <laughs> but it's this wow. famous castle that um, someone bought in 2012 from um, the family that owned it was the Misselhorn family. And they auctioned it off in 2012. They owned it from 1999 to 2012 and they have it decorated with all of these like 1904 St. Louis World Fair statues outside. Oh, wow. It's like this huge place and it's like a relatively cheap Airbnb now. Wow. And I cool. think that's in Iron County, Missouri. I don't like I said I don't know anything about TR Golding. I tried to do research for hours on this doctor and could not find anything, but it's supposed to be kind of like spooky and old. So wow. it sounds cool nonetheless. I mean, yeah. whether yeah. it's ghosts or not, it's mm -hmm. a castle. I mean, yeah. You don't see those every day. No. And the when they auctioned it off in 2012, they also auctioned it off with a, the Masonic Lodge Ooh. there in that town. So oh, wow. I, if they're kind of related. Yeah. Masonic lodges are cool. Yeah. 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 Especially if they're like, uh, like if they're really big into it yeah. about it, you know, cause like yeah. there's mm -hmm. one that's there in uh, Guthrie, Oklahoma. That's a, uh, it's a, it's, it's, ha it's a haunted. There's a lot of hauntings there. It's very ornate. It's like one of the big, um, it's one of the bigger, uh, Masonic meeting places. I think it's Scotch Rite Masonics or something like that. I don't know, but it's like full of arcane and uh, markings and yeah. statues and yeah. all sorts of like Babylon lions and all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. My dad, my dad sang there once. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, so. well, we we took a tour there in uh, I want to say eighth, seventh or eighth grade, uh, Barry, if you remember. <laughs> Um, I don't. Yeah, well, we did. And uh, what was that for? for? For getting out of school to go somewhere. It's a school trip, huh? Yeah, yeah, school huh. trip is like you know for history or whatever. Yeah, we, uh, we went up to Guthrie and we uh, we went to that uh, that play at the Masonic Temple, and then we went like downtown to like some place to like a soda shop or something like that it was like you know like where they had a soda counter i don't know why we went there but that's where we went afterwards and then uh, we went home but my brother also he got a scholarship from the masons and mm. uh, they had the ceremony there yeah and we yeah. went there for that so we haven't had many mason type stories yeah, uh, yeah. which i would love okay. to have yeah yeah well, i have a friend who's actually part of like the Missouri Mason group. I wonder if I can talk him into uh, coming on to your guys's podcast. Well, there's three types of Masons. I can tell okay. you this. There's the ones who are just, you know, they're a civic club and they're joining and they do the, uh, you know, they're fundraising, fundraising the, and yeah. all that good stuff, you know, good stuff for the, for the local area and whatnot. Uh, then there's the ones who won't talk about all the secrets. Uh, and then there's the ones who know all the secrets and that are bent on uh, okay. world domination. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one he is. All I know is that they post pictures um, of them standing in a room like, I don't even know what they're doing. He never talks about it. Right. And they yeah. I've seen pictures of swords. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they they are a legitimate yeah. secret society. I mean, what they do, yeah. what they have their their rituals that they're not supposed to talk about. At exactly. one point in time, they were illegal in this country because they were feared that they would be uh, a kind of um, shadow government influence kind of a thing. Yeah, uh, they are. And and well, you know, it depends on you know what conspiracy theorist you right. follow. Yeah, exactly. uh, you know, Masons are in big in some of those are a lot. You know, I mean, it's there's many a lot the, to uncover there. Many of the founding fathers. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. And there's a really cool place we've talked before a little bit here about. There's a place in Milwaukee called the Rave, which is a uh, it is a um, a music venue and it's it's a masonic it was built by the masons and uh and it is so creepy and so cool beautifully built but supposedly there's underground tunnels mm-hmm. and um back in the day it was a way for for guys to sneak their mistresses in and but there's just all this cool folklore that surrounds it. Like it was supposed to be one of the Nazi strongholds, like one of the main places that the Nazis would have would have inhabited if they had won World War II. So it was built for that purpose. It's all this weird stuff, man. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's always intrigued me. You know, there's always yeah, this weird. That's probably why there aren't any stories. They can't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They are sworn to secrecy, you know. Yeah. But they and there are people who will talk. Um, but you know, like they they have all these degrees and all of this stuff. And I've got a very good friend uh, who's a Mason, and he's not, you know, um, to my knowledge, he's not the one one who wants to take over the world. But uh, um, uh, Mark Ray Barry, who was one of our very early yeah. guests, and yeah. he's he's big time into the Enid Masons. Oh, there. I didn't know that, man. Yep. Wow. Yep. And uh, maybe I should reach out to him. Yeah, oh, dude. There you go. Get, I want to. I want to get involved. There you go, man. He could be your key, and you can yeah. expose the uh, Enid Masons because you know that's the real. Uh, portal to hell right there <laughs> that you're opening up getting involved yeah. with those guys that's that's, that's uh they're bringing back but he bahamut or whatever it's <laughs> bringing us to the end of the world via uh uh unit oklahoma masons. <laughs> and the masons <laughs> although if you saw the recent ghostbusters movie the one the the one that was you know from a couple years ago mm-hmm. um that was supposed to take place in Oklahoma, and it was kind of like there the guy who uh, uh, in a small town in Oklahoma, where the guy who built the uh, this building, the designer, the architect of the building in the first movie, um, where the uh, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and um, Zool, uh, and oh yeah, when they came in, who he's zoning Zool uh, in that movie, he went to he he found a cave. In, in Oklahoma, and he built this mine so that he could uh, draw it there. Nice. Um, was, yeah, so, so that was a fun movie. If anybody hasn't seen uh, mm-hmm. that, I, I highly recommend it. Um, yeah. You know, it's it was a lot. Paul Rudd is in it, and he's, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, he's yeah. always great, you know, right. so. Right. Um, nice, nice. Yeah, I liked that movie a lot, too. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so another place that we plan on going to this year is called Holy Cross City. It's kind of outside Avon, Colorado. Okay. It was basically this old ghost town um, in Eagle County. Um, it was popular um, for to mine for like lead, manganese, and gold back in the 1880s. Mm-hmm. And today it's basically just this Jeep trail. And people soup up their Jeeps. They throw on like 37-inch tires and try to climb all of the boulders on this Jeep trail now to get to the top. Um, I think I've heard of that place. Probably, yeah. Yeah. And some people, even like this one guy, he put 33-inch tires with a 2-inch lift, and he couldn't even get up the boulders. So it's pretty intense. That's cool. And But the reason why I wanted to go there, when I was in college, I had this professor. His name was John Wickersham. He tells everyone, just call him the name Wick. So Wick used to go back there when he was like 15, I think he said. And this guy is probably like close to 80 years old now. 
So when he was 15, him and his brothers and his friends would go and hike up to Holy Cross Trail um, or Holy Cross City, and they would go camping. There's a couple lakes nearby. Um, I think they're called the Missouri Lakes, which is very, like, ironic because I live in Missouri. Right. But, so they would just go fishing. He said that they'd take, like, a 50-pound sack of potatoes and just stay up there for a few weeks during the summer. Wow. And uh, the old cabin that's there doesn't really have any, like, windows or doors anymore. So they took, like, a piece of, like, aluminum or tin or something to put in the doorway because it still gets really cold and icy and sometimes Mm -hmm. snowy up there even in the summer. So they put that on the doorway, and he said that they went there, like, a handful of times, sometimes with just their small group of five or less, sometimes with a large group. And it was always with the smaller groups. And what they called it back then, because there wasn't a term for this at the time, um, which today is now Bigfoot, but they called it the strange critter. Mm -hmm. He said that their first time there, a creature walked around their cabin and around their tent and would push in on the tent and feel their body. And he thought it was just his buddy or one of his um, brothers messing with him. And so they always had, like, guns on them. And he was like, don't mess with me. Like, why would you mess with me knowing I have a gun? And so he just went back to bed thinking it was someone else. And when they got up in the morning, there were these huge footprints in the, like, crispy grass. Wow. And then— Another time they went, he stayed in the uh, cabin, and they, again, brought that piece of metal to put in the doorway, and he said he heard it, and it was pushing in on the metal, and it was making that, like, warping noise that metal does when it's, like, bending in and out, and he could see through the small cracks that they would try to shove newspaper in um, to keep the cold out, that he could see through one of the slats um, outside and saw this giant creature. So they always just called it the strange critter. And then like 10 years later, the term Bigfoot came out, but he believes that he saw an experience with Bigfoot. And I really didn't believe in Bigfoot. I was taking his classes from 2016 to 2018. And like, that's really when I became like 100% a Bigfoot believer because this guy, he teaches ethics and intro to philosophy. Like, I don't think he could ever tell a lie, even if he had to, I don't think he could. And so I want to go up there and see if I experience what he experienced. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Wow. Rad. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Something Hub would be interested in, for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah, you'll have to keep us aware uh, of all your travels and mm-hmm. all of that. What, oh, yeah, I will. Travel stories. So, <laughs> and go looking for the weird, you know. We, yeah. we encourage everybody to do that. <laughs> you could be our in-the-field uh, reporter also. That's right. I think, exactly. you know, look, look. Chantel's been on as a guest as many times. I think she's uh, definitely earned a uh, special correspondence. Oh, stats. absolutely. Uh, so now we're growing weird. So you're the official new uh, first uh, special correspondent of 2023. Uh, so congratulations there. <laughs> and we'll get our traveling reporter. It doesn't yeah. come with a pay raise, but it's a cool title. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll get the titles galore. Uh, you'll have some amazing titles that mean nothing but sound really, really fantastic. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Keep us in touch on that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Those are the only three trips, like the main trips that we really have planned. Cool. We always end up doing something though. That's, not planned and then the weird stuff always happens when you least expect it to just like with my closet door there shaking yeah Yeah. hopefully there's nothing in that mirror i mean (laughs) if there is at least i'll have a story for you (laughs) as long as i'm alive to tell the story i don't care what happens (laughs) (laughs) just make sure it's nowhere where it can fall on you oh yeah it's not there you go Awesome. All right. Well, 
we will let you go for All right. tonight and we'll talk to you in the future. Yes, I will have stories for you. Cool. Fantastic. Well, always a blast, Chantel. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me again. Get this. We call it What's Your Weird Story, right? But we don't limit it to weird stories. It's true. Sometimes we have crazy travel and epic adventure stories. Sometimes we do book reports and other special episodes. Sometimes we'll cover some weird news. Sometimes I'll see one of my oldest, dearest friends just dancing around and punching the air for five minutes before we sit down and record an episode. But hey, it's all good because it's fun to talk to people, to make new friends, to get in touch and reacquainted with old friends and hear amazing stories. Okay, so uh, we got to come up with an official moniker for our our friend Chantel. Yes, um, obviously, Chantel, thank you again for joining us. Um, I've been thinking about this and um, I'm thinking that, you know, things that, you know, uh, fit her resources, fit what she brings to uh, the, the 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 store, to the shop, to the podcast, to Weirdsville, uh, the organization. 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 What she brings yeah. to the organization. Yes, very official. Um, so, um, special correspondent, obviously. Um, uh, resident researcher, because she does a lot of research on her own, so she's always... Yes. You know, sharing her research, so yes. we can, you know, so if she decides that she wants to research a topic and tell us about it, we'll, we'll, you know, that's cool. And also, um, uh, dark tourist. Oh, like that. I like because that because the you know dark tourism is the um, is the uh, I think one of my cats behind me. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but there was c- cacophony. Um, but dark, dark tourism is a, uh, you know, sp- a new, well, it's kind of a specialized niche kind of tourism where you go to places that are haunted or paranormal, you know, yeah. like if you go to a, a specific haunted cemetery or a place where, you know, like Roswell yeah. or something or, you know, where a crime, you know, a notorious crime occurred, something like that. They call that dark tourism. Love it. So welcome, Chantel, our Special correspondent, resident researcher, and dark tourism specialist. There we, there go. we go. There Love we it. go. Love it. All right. I'm going to have to write that one down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, and hey, everybody out there in Weirdsville, you too can be part of the gang. All you got to do is uh, share your stories on the podcast and, you know, come back. Uh, you know, a handful of times, and you will earn yourself a special correspondency or other. Because, uh, like, you know, we've got our good friend Desi, who's been with us since day one. She is the uh, uh, assistant mayor, I think, or uh, something like vice mayor. Um, and, of course, our good buddy Sam is the uh, resident dog catcher of Weirdsville. Absolutely. We're getting, <laughs> hey, we're, we're putting a, a, a little city. Little city working uh, 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 facility together, yep. and uh, we, we're trying to get all the bases covered. Yeah, we want to, we're going to draw out maps, and uh, so there'll be different sections of the town, um, like any good old town, um, and not necessarily segregated, but more like here is you know, um, uh, UFO Alley, and um, you know here is Bigfoot uh, Mountain. Bigfoot Mountain. That's a good one. Cryptic Corners. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, uh, the Haunted Mansions. Haunted Mansions. You and know. then um, uh, the uh, the Ghost um, Grotto. Ghost <laughs> Grotto. I love that. So, I love that yeah, idea. Yeah. We're gonna have, I'm going to have to draw this shit out. Unless somebody else out there wants to do that for me, make it look nice. A little map. Pretty. That'd be draw sweet. Draw a little map. Yeah, man. Weirdsville uh, map. 
Yeah, we love that. Great so idea. Any kind of hey, turn it into know, a shirt, man. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Any kind of you know, if you want to do some fan art or something like that, design some stuff for us. Um, we love you know, we'd love that. We welcome that as well. If you don't want to tell stories, but you want to share your arts, um, we can do that. We'll you know, we, up on the uh, the Facebook and in the Instagram and and whatnot because um, you know that's always fun. To, uh, we just want to keep you know all the interconnectivity with you, our friends and listeners there, Weirdsville, that we can have all of our interactions. Uh, we just love it, and uh, we encourage more and more ways. Um, you know, especially you know, especially if you feel like well, I don't got any good stories, which we know you've got at least one. We know that absolutely. But if you feel like that, um, then you can do you can share in other ways, you know, um, you share your arts, your talents. Um, you can, you know, spread the word, the gospel of Weirdsville. Um, you know, go tell your friends and your your family members, go tell the people at the gym. That's right. At the people at in the line at Starbucks. Um, you know, to tell your the your enemies. Um, you know, tell everyone. You go out and and tell everyone and share the good news of uh, the Which Weird Story podcast. Yeah, we need a we need a uh, some sort of uh, disciple situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. We need at least twelve of you to go out and do the work of uh, of uh, our good Lord and Savior, uh, whoever our King is here at Weirdsville. <laughs> we, we've got to decide. <laughs> you deciding who's. <laughs> oh, that could open a can of worms. Yeah, I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Insert your Savior here. Oh, that's great. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, join us again. Thanks for listening. Um, as always, we love you, Weirdsville. Uh, join us again next week when we have our guest. Is, ooh, it's Kakua. And I didn't just make up that name. That is uh, actually our guest from Hawaii. That's great. She had some great stuff to share. Yeah, dude, that's some really cool spooky stuff. Um, and just really cool cultural stuff that we learned quite a bit. We had a great conversation, had a great time, and had a lot of fun. And check us out with that next time here on the Watch Your Weird Story podcast. Until then, Weirdsville, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.